Hello and welcome to the Eminem podcast. I am Emma and I'm here with Mizzy. <laughs> so today's podcast, Mizzy has recently watched Game Changers, so we're gonna have a little vegan, plant based, veggie discussion. Um do you wanna explain yeah. more, Mizzy? <laughs> so I feel like in previous podcasts we've talked a lot about we've talked a lot about veganism and vegetarianism but more in terms of like sustainability and the environment and things like that but not really specifically about how it affects us as individuals or like your diet and cooking and health and nutrition and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah more like on a, a personal level how yeah. it fits into your life I guess. Yeah. Exactly and we thought we'd maybe try and give some tips for how to... <laughs> Top tips! <laughs> how to do it easily or yeah because I think that's kind of stuff that we maybe would have liked to have had when we first did it because yeah, I feel like I... I just did it and didn't really think about it and mm. I had no planning yeah I watched a lot of like um I think of things to consider when you go vegan or plan- uh vegan what are you in a days which I still watch I love those um yeah yeah we're gonna share (laughs) um but before we get on to that portion of the podcast we're going to talk about what we've been watching and that yes new jingle today (laughs) a bit more edgy um right well what have you been watching then emma so okay i'm only gonna briefly mention this because i haven't finished it but Upon your suggestion last week, uh. I have watched half of <laughs> The Devil All The Time. And I watched half not because it wasn't interesting, or was not because I didn't long. enjoy it, because it was like, it was probably only about half nine, but I think I must have had a glass of wine or something, and I was like, I'm going to have to hit the hay. <laughs> um, but no, I, I really enjoyed it so far, so I need to finish it. It was very engaging, I thought. And probably because of the multiple timelines that kept you sort of engaged. But I have two thoughts on how, like, the resolution or just thoughts on it as a whole. One, I hope... I know, obviously, all the timelines fit together because they are people at different points Yeah. in their lives and there is a connection, but I hope there is more of a conclusive connection in the end with the timelines. That would be satisfying and feel like the sharing of the stories is necessary there is that's all i'm gonna say uh spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> and then two my my only other thought is and this is um well i'm not uh, religious really at all um i i think i'm interested in religion but i don't have it in my life as a practice and I did feel that the film obviously I know it was sort of as a not against Christianity but it sort of was questioning Christianity a bit and the um like morality and religion however I do think it sort of maybe did it go too hard on that because most of these things with or without religion 
would have been bad things anyway. It, I suppose it's the, the point where it's forgiveness for the things someone has done. But I just thought that was a bit like, how far is it going to go? I think it's always good to question almost everything. But I don't think you can solely blame maybe religion. I don't know. I just thought it it's interesting. I want to see more what they do with that and how much religion is kind of... Because it felt like the blaming factor for all of the things. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I suppose kind of... I wouldn't say it was necessarily blaming. It was more just exploring the kind of thing of when people adopt this kind of like sort of superior moral mindset, which can happen in religion because it's all about morals and how they're not necessarily what they say they're doing. Yeah. We're all human and flawed, although not to that extent of some of the things that no, happen in that there's some quite big flaws in there <laughs> but no I'm, I'm not saying I don't like it I just will be interested to see exactly what they do with that maybe I'll have more to say mm. in next week's episode <laughs> what have you been watching Mizzy? well I forgot to mention last week actually but I went to the cinema to watch two films I went for a double bill oh, um, with your mask on the whole time yeah well, I had like a half an hour break. I could go outside and uh. breathe for a bit. <laughs> um, so I went to go watch Queen and Slim. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Has that got the guy out of <laughs> Get Out in? Kaluuya, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who I, I fancy him. I've decided yeah. I do. You'll fancy him more in this film, trust me. <laughs> yeah, really in Get Out, it's kind of scary, but mm. you know, <laughs> as a whole, I fancy him. Um, that was really really good and i think potentially people could think that it would be a bit on the nose because basically it's about um race relations in america and mm. um, the premise is that these two um this man and this woman they've just been on a date or whatever they're driving home they get pulled over by the police and there's like like unnecessarily like he has no reason to pull them over and then he the man ends up shooting the woman in the leg and then in a struggle, sorry, the police officer shoots the woman in the leg. And then in the struggle, mm. the man ends up killing the police officer. And so then it's about yeah. their kind of like on the run and who they. So it's a bit and... Thelma and Louise. Yeah, basically. But with that race interjection, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I, I, apparently, it was actually I think it was made last year. So. Mm. Whilst people could think that it would be on the nose of things that have happened very recently um, with, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, it wasn't... It was made before all that stuff happened. So I think it's kind of a reminder of that that happens so consistently in America. Like, yeah. we know we've just had a big thing about it this year, but yeah. they have a big thing about it, like, every year because it's a huge <laughs> thing time. constantly yeah. going on. But what was really interesting about that is they go through... And so they end up, like, staying with different people or meeting different people along the way. Mm. Some black people, some white people, but the different, like, opinions, how, how it doesn't all have, like, a very, like, oh, black people think this and white people think this kind of ideology on every character. It tells you, it shows you the different kind of nuances of how people 
react because there's like this this black character who's supposed to be fixing their car and up until this point most other black people have helped them mm. and then this guy is charging them loads of money and they don't really have the money to do it and they're like why are you helping us like kind of thing and he's like I don't agree with what you did I don't agree with you shooting that police officer kind of thing and that but then his kid is like like idolizes the two characters mm. and then goes off organizes a march and ends up um getting so you're just gonna reveal a massive well, spoiler no but sorry yeah i, was gonna say, <laughs> I could get... see in your <laughs> eye you were like how can i say this without ruining the whole <laughs> <laughs> well but basically yeah just different things happen and there are like there's like moral kind of discrepancies not it's not black and white basically like there's like, that's really interesting yeah. i like the premise of that because i think um in most things it becomes so polaroid what's the word <laughs> polarized polaroid. it's a polaroid um <laughs> instead of people actually looking into yeah like the ins and outs of a situation and it's cool that a film is able to do that because a five minute news sort of roundup of a story isn't always going to be able to but then something like a film is a great way of exploring that i think that's a yeah an interesting premise what's nice about that too is kind of how when you have like the like the very media-based stuff we have with um the sensationalism of news all the time you mm-hmm. have those people you, your average person black white whatever who they whilst a lot of the time we feel especially like young people who are very active in social media and stuff and they see it happening all the time you feel very involved in that stuff and very like ah this is happening all the time there's loads of people who just aren't they don't click into it they're not interested mm. or even if it's somebody like in this film that black character is definitely going to be affected by racism at some point in his life and that's actually probably why he has the opinion of not agreeing with them because he's like Mm -hmm. i don't i want to keep a low profile i don't want people to the police to to come near me kind of thing and and it's like yeah because every sort of person obviously every time you look at any news story whether you like it or not your um personal history backstory experiences are going to affect the way you look at it and that's like what privileges i guess but then in the opposite sense mm. when that's like how people react with fear to things because yeah. of a personal experience and it's not always right it's not always wrong but it's what happens but that's also it's... like completely understandable because mm. that's how we're now in a previous podcast we talked about the whole cancel culture thing and like performative activism and stuff and Mm. how if you're not involved in stuff then apparently you're disagreeing with it and yeah whilst whilst him sort of not wanting to actively help these two people might be seen as like against them it was more it was a protective thing for himself but also like that very easy way that you're conditioned to kind of accept um, prejudice and discrimination or whatever it might be because you don't really see a way of being t- able to individually change that and going to a protest mm-hmm. for a lot of those people is not going to help them 
and they can't really see what putting like a target on their back so visibly in that way is going to make anything better it's probably going to make it worse for them so yeah it's it's so much easier for like crazily so much easier for a white person to go to a black lives matter protest than it is for a black person isn't it? it yeah in terms of safety in terms of repercussions yeah it's uh, well that's a whole other thing but there is like i I just think it is great when things can be explored in depth but then in the parameters of a film it's so much more entertaining and accessible and that's really cool also was it a fun film i felt like yeah there there was was like it looked the trailer looked fun yeah it's quite it's a really like beautiful film it's shot really Mm. nicely and you get to see a lot of like because it's essentially like a road trip around America. So a lot of like American a, landscapes. A road trip mm. or a journey film. Yeah, the soundtrack. Not really stagecoach. Not stagecoach. <laughs> no, God. <laughs> that was a, a film studies A level joke. Sorry if we've excluded anyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think definitely watch that. It's really really worth the watch mm. i think that'll definitely be one of the kinds of films that'll be talked about for quite a while and be in that kind of like award circuit thing as well because yeah. it deserves to be um i, I do want to see it but I, I can't see myself going to the cinema like i don't know i think why we went obviously i just don't know <laughs> it's not something i'm, I'm going to do is it because you can't do that without me <laughs> yeah that's it that's the one <laughs> Um, something I've been watching um, and it's on BBC One, I don't know it's on iPlayer, I've been watching on iPlayer and it's called Us I don't know if you've oh, seen it advertised yeah. it's, I was just looking it up because I recognised the guy's book, name wasn't it? yeah, book by David Nichols yeah. who also did One Day Yeah. which I don't know if you've seen that yeah, film I kind of thought it was a bit yeah <laughs> i Shit, liked it but in a i liked it but i didn't way. like it yeah but and also spoiler alert if you haven't seen one day skip like 10 seconds when anne hathaway is laid run over in the middle of the road <laughs> she looks really funny and i will say that it just looks comical but that's not what we're talking about right now so us yeah it's based on well I didn't realise at first it was based on a book, but you can feel it once you start watching the show. I think it's like an eight-part series or something. I'm only on, like, episode two or whatever. But it sort of starts with a breakdown of a marriage. Um, Or not so much the breakdown. You just see the wife go, I don't think we should be together anymore. Um, But they've already got planned this, like, three-week travelling around Europe. So... They decide to go on the trip still with their son and that's sort of the story and it goes back into their relationship, how they met and um, yeah. But I, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's fun on a few levels because I'm watching it with my parents so it's fun to watch a show about parents and the child relationship and especially like, because he's like 18 is their son Mm. it's really fun to see that dynamic and you can there's so many um moments in it that 
have definitely happened between me and my parents that awkwardness that go away mom go away dad yeah the angst it, it, it's fun to watch um <laughs> but and then it's also nice that it's a um there'll be about 50 55 this couple nice to see a couple that age being explored because a lot in tv is or film it's usually young couples getting together that's sort of the story we're told so it's nice to see like a couple that have been through stuff together have this family what a breakdown of a marriage sort of means to children or now the children child's grown up like what's the effect of that but apart from anything it's just really quite funny it's very much like very very close to just like how life is there's a lot of funny very relatable moments in it you're going around europe which is really nice to watch some backpacking sort of hippie comedy moments in it and yeah it's a lot of fun that's what i'd say so far I need a new like TV series to watch actually, so I'm. I think I'm gonna watch that. that it's very easy going. Yeah. Um, I love things that are based on books too. They just have like a far more rich world. Yeah. It, mm. At first, I didn't realize it was based on a book, but then I was like, "Why are we only?" There's all these moments are shown from the dad's point of view, and I was like, "This is really weird." But then I was like the the book must be written from his yeah. point of view but then that's really cool in the fact that there's moments between the mum and son which you see from afar but don't experience um. and i think that's really cool it is they've done the whole narrative from his point of view subtly enough for it to for him not to be like narrating it because there's not many times that there's a narrated yeah. like an actual audio and it's not like an American coming of age film where it works really mm. so yeah I think all around I'm excited to see how it progresses yeah. so I'm only on episode two so how many episodes the best is yet to come I want to say eight maybe six it's one of them short sort of yeah. ones they're about 45 minutes what i really miss about not having like normal like satellite tv is just watching bbc stuff because for some reason i don't i don't think to do it as much for iplayer mm. i think of stuff that i've watched ages ago before as repeats but not like you know i think honestly if it's not on netflix yeah i have to really seek it out yeah. i just saw an, an advert for this show and i thought this looks fun i think what really drew me in was the idea of them traveling around different places because yeah. they started in Paris. They've just been to Amsterdam. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. And I was like to my parents, I was like, when we were in Amsterdam, we did this, this, <laughs> and this. And yeah. Aww. It's, <laughs> oh my God, flashback to when you could travel about. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to cry about not traveling. We're fine. We're healthy. We're fit. We're going to make it through the pandemic. Um, do you have anything else to share, Mizzy? Um, well, the other film that I watched... Oh, uh, yeah, I just cut you off before we got to the other side of your double bit. <laughs> it's fine. I didn't want to hear... I'm over no, it I'm now, joking. so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I watched this film called St. Francis, and that was like an American indie, and it was about... You maybe saw the trailer when you came to see me as well, that might have been the other one. That I, I didn't know. I definitely saw the trailer for... Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. Yeah. I'd forgotten the name completely. So I, I was sense. like, please say it. <laughs> um, so this one was about like a 30-year-old woman who becomes a nanny for this uh, like little, I don't know, five-year-old kid or whatever. And she is at the same time just navigating, like she's just got pregnant with a guy that she doesn't really, she sort of just started dating but doesn't really know. And she doesn't want the baby and so she has an abortion. But then she's like looking after this kid and it's, it's like very sweet because it's about like all the moments between her and the kid are really like wholesome and this kid can be a little brat sometimes but it's also adorable and mm. um how you, she like has that and can be quite like maternal and stuff there but then doesn't want to have kids herself especially at least at that point anyway and mm. how it sort of explores that kind of like thing about I don't know women whether that when they should have kids it you know not really a question of if they should have kids is it it's they should have kids and people yeah. and her just being like well I just don't don't want it and there's like a really good scene with the boy uh, the the man who she got pregnant with where he's like so I've been writing down um like in the emotions diary or whatever, how I feel, like, working through how I feel about the abortion. I just feel like you should too because, like, you obviously will need to. And she's just like, I, I don't. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. And if, like, you want to, that's fine. But don't try and make me feel like I should be feeling something about this pea-sized thing that didn't exist in terms of what I feel like it did. So, I don't know. I just thought that was quite a nice... A different look at how it always goes yeah i think also it's kind of nice uh well i haven't seen it obviously but to i imagine like because in the book i uh such a fun age that's mm. like she's a nanny in that and i think it's really nice for them there to be and it's not explored much because there isn't really many relationships between children and adults that isn't like a teacher yeah. or a nanny because like well a, to be honest it's pretty taboo now isn't it to yeah. to because of bad thing that happened obviously like rightly so like you shouldn't just befriend children all the time <laughs> like that's weird but sometimes that there does become like a relationship between a child and an adult and i think sometimes that's really nice to explore the the sort of side it brings out of a person and yeah. it doesn't always necessarily have to be maternal but it can yeah it doesn't have to relate to them it being their child or wanting yeah it's like it can just be in the same way as like I guess how you are with younger siblings or like yeah. nieces and nephews and aunties and uncles and kind of that with the age difference and stuff like mm-hmm. you can still have like the capacity to love and care about something and like want to look after it but not necessarily want to have that as your full-time thing and have it yourself kind of yeah you know or you could you might want that too and that's also yeah. like fine cool. so yeah yeah i think it's also nice in the fact that like children seem to bring out a side of adults that they yeah. hide away quite often i think that's yeah. nice to sort of explore that sounds like a cool film yeah it was like a I nice don't... like heartwarming kind i'm of gonna film. have to go to the cinema now <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> yeah 
Um, there's something else I've also been watching. Well, I literally just started. Is this TV series on Netflix called Rotten, and it's about the food industry. It's two series. So I've, I've mm-hmm. only watched like half of one episode so far, but it's about. <laughs> She's like, into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's each episode is on a different. They're like an hour long, and they're on a different mm. thing. So the one I was watching was about honey production. Um, okay. And so it's it's sort of about things to do with like the meat industry and stuff but not solely that like there are other things but kind of more about how we don't know what's in our food these days and like the kind of like the watering down of things or adding of chemicals and gmo stuff and all that and the political reasons for that and relationships between countries and wars and all that stuff so it kind of and it brings all that stuff together it's quite interesting oh yeah and that's on netflix is it yeah and so that leads me on nicely to (laughs) today's topic of conversation which is about um health and nutrition i suppose to do with our chosen lifestyles plant-based lifestyles yeah i'm actually when you suggested this especially i'm excited to talk about it because I have been sort of I don't like to use the term off the bandwagon or whatever like that because I think like you don't need to attach too much to eating or it becomes Mm. vastly unhealthy but today for my lunch let's imagine my plate I was like (laughs) there's a lot of random leftovers so I had mashed potato mushy peas and refried beans and I don't know if you know what refried beans look like but it looks a lot like dog food or shit basically (laughs) and I just heated that up in the oven so I had white green but like the bright mushy pea green brown shit in a bowl and that's what I had for my lunch all very it's like baby food yeah so um in closing health is wealth I am (laughs) my body is a temple so yeah I was excited for you for us to talk about this because I think I need some inspiration myself if that's what I'm deciding to be myself (laughs) well I thought maybe so if we talk a bit about so obviously our our diets are different because you're vegan and I'm vegetarian sort of trying Mm. to go vegan at the moment um Mm. I feel like this year I've got really into cooking whereas like Mm. before you were quite you would make like youtube videos and stuff about your cooking things sometimes with you and like do um (laughs) you were quite into your cooking basically when you first started going big maybe you've lost that bit now I don't know I don't know in the past few months honestly I don't know what I've eaten to reflect back like not just whatever I find which isn't usually me I usually love cooking but then when I came to visit you you were cooking up a storm I was like (laughs) cook for me all of the time (laughs) so good well that is thanks to the happy pair um yeah our favorite people if you don't already follow them on instagram because they're like a vegan cafe yeah well they have a yeah a few cafes in ireland because they're irish so trendy Mm. right now um (laughs) they're they're twins actually aren't they um and they also sell food out of that, which I think you can get in Ireland. And also, weirdly, I think, like, Dubai, which is very <laughs> random. Not in England, obviously. And they sell, like, 
pestas who've just come out with a new pizza and stuff Sourdough like that. Pizza. Yeah. Mm. And also, side note on that, all their stuff is in like biodegradable uh, biodegradable <laughs> packaging. So if a small business like that can do it, the big ones can too. But yeah. that's just a little That's the tea. <laughs> that's just a little rant. Mm. Um <laughs> What else do they do? They have cookbooks. They do cooking um, courses. Courses. Yeah. Um, probably other things. They have a, just a generally inspirational Instagram account, though. Yeah. So like um, that not... reaches a lot of people. They do talks as well, actually, yeah. at, like food conventions at schools and stuff. Like their Instagram though doesn't make you feel bad, like how good they are at life. It would seem like it's not one of those ones where it feels like it's no. rubbing it in your face of how they get up and go swimming in the sea at like five a.m. Yeah, but honestly, I just like to see that. Like, I mean, yes, I can't it... do that. I don't live near the sea, but would I do that anyway? Probably not. But I enjoy watching them doing that. I think it feels a lot more like, say blue peter doing instagram (laughs) versus whatever instagram is now yeah and they do post a lot about how it's like oh sometimes you might see things that look like everything's going really well for them but they're like no we do get stressed and stuff and things yeah we have to meditate to get through this because yeah (laughs) yeah so follow them it's nice also they <laughs> just a big that's our big shout out yeah there, but... <laughs> we're hoping they'll sponsor <laughs> yes fingers crossed um so i got bought their most recent um cookbook which is called vegan cooking for everyone and i think this is what's made i, I was quite into cooking before but this is particularly what's made me recently more into cooking because it's re- I don't normally look at cookbooks for things. I just Google a recipe and then Mm. like read it 50,000 times and still haven't read it and then end up just like winging it and not really doing it properly. But with Mm. this, it's like really simple because it's like in a table and it's like meals, but like how you could just like, they're all pretty much the same, but you can just swap out a certain ingredient or amount. Yeah, It'll be like a curry or something, won't it? Or a stew, and they'll teach you different variations of that. But yeah. essentially, how to make that dish as a whole. So if, it, so it, it kind of teaches you the basics. But in the end, you could do something. Progress quite onto complex. doing your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. With it and playing about with different like flavors and stuff. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's good. Um, but. I thought we could talk about... So, obviously, I watched Game Changers, and for anyone who hasn't seen it or doesn't know about it, that was a documentary that came out this year, I think? Or was it last year? I think it was earlier this year, maybe. Yeah, potentially. Um, a, It's about, like, veganism, but to do with athletes. and Yeah. So people, Actually... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say... Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, is a producer on it as well. Yeah, so he's like so, Lewis Hamilton and uh, yeah. Novak Djokovic. Um, he's not in it. Lewis Hamilton's in it, but Novak Djokovic, and, but I saw his thing yeah. name on it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like... So they have... So there was like a weightlifter and then... The main guy who like narrates it was an MMA fighter, I think. Yeah, that... I, I don't Mixed really get that. Arts. They just, like, 
absolutely rip into each other men with no gloves on (laughs) and it's just yeah like break each other's skulls um, conor mcgregor um versus diaz fight and like their faces just covered in blood and i was like (laughs) what is it about that that what what is the draw there (laughs) like i mean i'm sure they've made loads of money and people are into this and we've probably like ended (laughs) a million people but but i don't get that but that's that's not the point either (laughs) um but yeah so there's people from lots of different so they had like um footballers and other sport uh, like track runners and things like that Mm. um and about how people who have a plant-based diet doing that and how they're like at the top of their game and at the olympics and stuff and all this and how people would say to them you you can't you wouldn't be able to be strong and be like have stamina and be powerful on a plant-based diet and actually they're like no it's made me better than the people Mm. who eat meat and so then it kind of goes into the more science behind it and they do these like tests with um of blood where like they have like somebody who's eating chicken and someone who's eating beef or something and then somebody's eating the plant-based thing and then the next day when they all eat the plant-based thing and it like compares their bloods and how all you can see all like the fat on top of the one with that's eating the meat and and that's in a day and the change yeah. like compared to when they eat the plant-based thing and then it's like translucent and they can see they don't have the fatty stuff on top and I think that was a really interesting documentary for I think a lot of people trying to get them to open their eyes about the kind of myths behind being plant-based because it's all this stuff about oh you will be really tired and weak and because you're not getting enough nutrients and protein and blah 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 because we associate all those things with meat when actually as it kind of explained in the documentary things like protein don't come from animals they come from the plants that the animals eat yeah the the thing about meat is that people i think sometimes overlook that it's um sort of a middleman for a lot of things yeah it's you get what you're looking for via Mm. an animal yeah and then people always go back to this whole like caveman thing about Mm. how well well we were meant to eat meat that's how like cavemen survived kind of thing they wouldn't have survived without eating meat when actually then they go through like all the archaeological stuff and they're like no that actually they predominantly ate plants and even down to things like our teeth people are like why do we have teeth if it's not to rip meat apart (laughs) and it's then they compare like our teeth to like a lion's teeth or whatever where they're sharp and like more more kind of designed to be able to easily rip meat apart whereas ours are flat and square that's not which is good for chomping down yeah. plants not good for ripping meat apart <laughs> like so all the things that people say that uh, signify is that we should eat meat and we need to eat meat actually just aren't true at all and so it's a good I think if you are plant-based it's 
it's a good documentary to watch to be able to like feel confident with telling people why you do it and like why the reasons that they are against you aren't necessarily right because it kind of gives you a good gives you a good gives you something to fight with yeah um interestingly actually um so I, I work in a leisure centre, so we've got a few athletes about. And um, someone I work with who does triathlons professionally, actually, he's not full-time vegan, but eats pretty much plant-based now after watching that documentary. Mm. And it's made a difference to his times and stuff. Like, he's lost a bit of weight, but that's, like, it, depending on what sport you do, that's, like, good, bad. For his, it's good and like gained muscle and now has quicker times because of his plant-based thing so like I think putting it in the lens of sports which a lot of people are interested in a lot of people are interested in when you're thinking about nutrition a lot of people um or I think in terms of diet a lot of people are interested in nutrition when they're choosing it so it's quite good to put it under that uh spotlight for people to sort of maybe make an informed decision based around that because some people go plant-based vegan whatever for the uh planet for the environmental reasons some people do it for the animals but most people do it for themselves like the yeah which is um, like that you could see that as being like a selfish thing or whatever but it isn't at all like I think yeah. that should be one of the biggest signifiers of why you go make a decision like that is because it will have changed like the way you feel and like you need to kind of know about that and so like how did have you ever noticed like a difference between when you ate meat to when you didn't like in terms of energy well weirdly um not weirdly when i first went vegetarian i actually lost quite a bit of weight but weight that i didn't like necessarily think i was like overweight and i don't think i was but it it showed for my body and i was like eating enough hungry as a vegetarian I mean, I was full as a vegetarian that this meat was obviously what was... Um, putting on... Yeah, putting on weight. the extra weight that I obviously didn't need because I was healthy and fine and full of energy on this vegetarian diet. So that was interesting. Um, one thing that... And I think this is important for anyone... In, in any diet, not vegan vegetarian whatever when I did go vegetarian um there was a point when I was like I was like I'm quite tired all the time and some of this might have been sixth form whatever and my mum was like are you actually eating protein and I wasn't at all like I was eating like pasta and stuff which was bad like and that was just because I wasn't in in any diet if you don't think about a balanced diet you don't feel that good so I just made sure like I was hitting all my food groups and I felt fine again yeah so it's I think people like maybe and rightly so worry when people are suggesting going vegan like is it gonna work for me whatever I'll go vegetarian and most things will work for you as long as it you do it right and 
being vegetarian or vegan it is maybe worth watching things like game changers or like finding um an instagram or youtube or something where they share really interesting full meals to give you that inspiration because if not and you sort of try and just muddle through sometimes you can end up missing the food groups yeah which in any diet obviously isn't healthy yeah i think you've it's these kind of things are always easier if you enjoy cooking and are interested Mm. in food then you're always going to be sort of more conscious about what you're eating and stuff so it it makes it easier if you're not interested in that stuff it probably is going to be more difficult um but what i would say is maybe because you have to like adapt a little bit more and you suddenly things become a lot more about like flavor and stuff with like a plant-based diet um usually it makes you enjoy cooking more that's what i found anyway like because i yeah i didn't mind cooking before like i could do it but i didn't wasn't exactly like oh can't wait whereas now i'm like (laughs) i enjoy doing it I even down to things like shopping. Like, I enjoy picking out what oh, I'm going to buy. I I'm love like, a food shop. Get me down the veg aisle. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because at work I get a lot of, like, questions, comments. Because there's a lot of, like, um, very, like, gym people who are, I need my whey protein, I eat yeah. chicken and rice every meal, which, like, it's it's fine. We all have a laugh about it. But, like... I get a few questions and someone recently was like, oh, isn't it hard shopping vegan? Like, how do you know what's in stuff? And I'm like, I make so much of my own stuff now because, like, it's so easy. You can batch cook stuff. Yeah. And, like, and it because you're not cooking meat and stuff, It you can cook, say, a spag ball in 15 minutes and you've got enough for the whole week if you really wanted to. Yeah it's so so i was like it's not hard because i just buy like whole foods like i if i buy a tin of tomatoes i know that's vegan because it's a tomato tomato. and i think it's really i think the more tricky thing is like snacking in terms of that yeah i'm a big um chocolate Mm. soy or oat milk girl (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's my snack of choice but yeah I do I see that's the one thing that I probably struggle with the most snacking yeah but I do think as a whole it's I eat very little not now this is what I'm talking about I've been eating a lot of processed stuff recently but as a whole I eat a lot of just like whole actual foods Mm. as a vegan because it's very easy to do you you just go up the veg aisle and you've like a big heart of veg lesser fruit Uh, (laughs) and like fill your cart with all this veg and it's gonna make like these massive big meals opposed to i don't know like i just feel like that's not how i used to eat before and i'm sure you can eat a lot more whole foods well yeah what i normally remember like looking back on and I don't know, this is probably to do with the fact that um, I have quite a big family and mum is a single parent and so it wasn't like, she doesn't like cooking. And so 
it was a lot more stressful, like food mm. stuff. But I feel like a lot of the things that we ate was like oven based stuff. So like stuff yeah. freezer food. Also, because mm. it's last longer, it's cheaper. Blah blah blah, and all mm. that stuff is like fine. But but now, like I d- I hate the idea of getting up. That the things that I have in the freezer now is is like frozen veg or yeah. like. I wouldn't even buy chips. Like, I'd make my own because you just cut up some potatoes. Oh, and God, you are oven. a whole other level. Of <laughs> no, but that's, it's so easy. Like, when you realise yeah. what it actually is, I'm like, why would I spend a few quid buying that when I can buy a potato for, like, 30 <laughs> pence? And that's True. fine. Like, and it tastes nicer. I don't know. You can put your own herbs and shit on. Chip spice. Mm, lovely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I think you tend to eat a lot more kind of processed foods generally when you're not when you're on a meat-based diet because it kind of all goes together. But interestingly, do you not think in the coming in the last few years there's been a lot more processed vegan stuff. Specifically vegan, yeah. yeah. Stuff on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah, like Quallen and all that stuff. Yeah, well, but then I think that's good too because, like I said, I mean, I do buy that stuff too. Um, Interestingly, since I've been trying to go vegan, not really hard, like, I mean, less Quallen products are vegan. More of them are vegetarian anyway, but I haven't really been eating those and I've been eating more, like, chickpeas and beans, which I always used to not like that much and now I just suddenly like them, which is weird. I don't really know why that's happened, but... um, Maybe my tastes were just like, I've got to adapt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, well, people ask me a lot, like, do you eat corn? And I, I just end up saying yes because I'm, like, sick of explaining to people, like, have you ever heard of a chickpea? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people um, worry that it is expensive and it, it can be expensive, obviously. All ways of eating can be expensive if you want to and there's levels of poverty that are beyond even thinking about it what you're going to eat but as a whole I don't think it's ex- as expensive as people maybe anticipate because yeah. of things like you don't necessarily have to have corn or fake meat and I definitely try and have not a lot of that at all I have yeah. my protein through legumes chickpeas whatever and I love a lentil I've got to say lentils are my top <laughs> legume <laughs> and that bulks out a spag ball yeah and they last for ages like tin yeah. stuff or you get but that's covered food the, like... the ones in the packets mm. you can cook up in the like in a stew you know like split chickpeas whatever dried mm. split chickpeas and a bag of that is like one quid or something and that'll make maybe five dishes yeah. <laughs> of stuff but there are there are ways and means once you know. And that's the thing, I think... The reality is, neither of us grew up plant-based or vegan. And most people haven't. It is a newer movement. But like anything, and like any new trend in food and stuff, because the way people eat has changed. Like, in the past, you would always have white bread and then there was a whole change to, like, you need to eat wholemeal and stuff. And mm. all these food things happen go around jamie said we shouldn't eat turkey twizzlers so we didn't (laughs) and it it's adapting it's a new way and once you learn how to do it it's easy 
easy if not easier than how you were cooking before and it's different isn't it also more like tasty i don't know like what the things that you eat like things like chickpeas or whatever i think are more flavorsome than like a piece of chicken is a bit bland honestly <laughs> depends well, yeah, how you it, season it or whatever but it's usually like the stuff that you have with it like people have like condiments or gravy i don't know or with all that stuff because that's what tastes that is not yeah. the actual meat necessarily yeah like in a pie it's, it's the gravy it is the gravy <laughs> yeah there's a lot of um protein sauces that you can sort of flavor like you can roast a chickpea i use cajun spice yeah. you've you did a really nice one with like paprika that yeah. day for me. That was so good. There's tofu you can marinate or fry up. You can jackfruit marinated is super Incredible, super yeah. good. Um, beans can be like black beans, kidney beans, amazing in a chili. Or you can do your own like like a refried bean thing. Yeah. Or I like literally that. just bought a tin beans. of. Um, yeah taco beans it said which was like oh that'll be similar to refried beans yeah but it was like in a tomato sauce already so i literally just put it in a pan mm. cook it up did some veggies made myself a mexican bean bowl you know <laughs> yeah. easy nice and i'm, I'm getting inspired to eat lunch. healthier now <laughs> you inspire me to actually cook well food. <laughs> that's the other thing like i feel like it does make you feel like you can keep going for longer or you don't or like you don't really need to snack or you can be at work full time and not feel like utter shit like when you come in if you if you come in and eat meat stuff a lot of the time you just want to crash out on the sofa and not do anything because you kind of just like like you feel like Mm. heavy do you do you feel a difference from when you went yeah vegetarian to um, I mean, meat to vegetarian. I never asked you that. Yeah, I definitely like more. I mean, to be honest, I don't think I ate very healthily when I was younger, anyway, and so it probably wasn't just like meat stuff. And now I don't. I probably eat far healthier than I ever have. But mm. I think. Yeah, I think that's a hard thing for me to look at it as a whole because I think my whole lifestyle is a lot different than it was before like yeah. I never used to exercise as much as I do now like as a whole I'm a lot healthier but I look back on like photos very like because it was back end of sixth form I must no yeah second year of sixth form I stopped eating meat and there's photos of me from New York not a flex but that's just <laughs> the first <laughs> but slight flex um and I just in my face I look very like sort of puffy do you know what I mean and like my whole body looks like in the only way to describe the way I look is like I look like I've been eating meat like my face looks like sort of tired it's really weird yeah and I think you can noticeably see a difference which I don't know whether that's because I started exercising a bit more at that time or what but Mm. I do think there's definitely a shift and maybe the going vegetarian instigated a bit more of a healthy lifestyle yeah. i don't know but yeah well maybe uh. the going vegetarian made you have more energy to be able to want to exercise potentially yeah. mind you it say. has not done that for me i do not exercise <laughs> enough so <laughs> um 
But I, I actually do think I, because the way I exercise, I, I exercise to make me feel good. But at the same time, like there's people at work who are like, oh, what time do you do this in? And I'm thinking, Just whatever that. time it takes, like <laughs> I'm in a race with no one. And the only thing I'm bothered about is turning up to my workout. Like that's, yeah. I've won, I've won the race when I've done that. But what I will say is I can sort of, I'm always quite proud of myself how quickly I can recover during a workout. Like I feel like that is probably the plant-based eating that does that. Like I find that I can be out of puff and have worked really hard, but then they say rest for a minute and I'm ready to go again. Yeah. And I really do feel like that is the plant-based thing. Like, well, that was something that they sort of said a lot in the game changes <laughs> thing as well. Yeah. About there was a woman who did was on the US Olympic cycling team. Yeah, and I remember. When she, they won the, the gold in twenty twelve, mm. I think, and she was thirty nine, I think, when they yeah. did that, and that was in twenty twelve. So in the thing, she was must have been nearer 50 years old mm. and she literally looked about 30 like I can't she yeah. looks so good but mm. also she was talking a lot about like the whole process of like sport to like that level is like it's just it's like recovery and then back on it again and then damage recovery mm. damage recovery. like and I know that's more to do with like injuries and stuff too but mm. like being able to like your body to be able to repair itself faster and better come mm. that she like things came from the plant-based diet yeah and she doesn't think that she would have been able to she was like by the time she went to the olympics she should have been retired but she was like i just kept getting better and better because of and that was since she made the switch and so they were like she just went they had to take me to the olympics and I was like, yeah. All right. <laughs> maybe someone will have to take me to the olympics <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> um i think i do I always say this with these documentaries because uh, I yeah. have a huge fear of coming across naive, but that they are to be taken with a pinch of salt and that immersive... Well, all documentaries are done with a message in mind, aren't they? Yeah. But I think with everything, it's, it is interesting to hear as much as people's opinions on how something's made them feel because most other diets that you hear of, like, I don't know, like keto, whatever, or my mum's always got these books of these bloody fad diets from the 80s, whatever. I'm like, stop doing this, Tracy. Um, Are all based on the way people feel more than anything. Sometimes they're backed up with science, but science, the fact, all statistics, scarily, can pretty much be... um, manipulated however you want so they'll have been manipulated for this documentary but they're manipulated the other way i don't know really what i was going with this but it's i think just it's interesting to hear it's yeah yeah, people's opinions on a way of living that is easy enough to do if you want to and how it's made them feel yeah yeah, because I think by no means do we think, like, we're not trying to be like, oh, God, you should go vegan and everybody needs to do this. It's more just, like, because there's a the whole thing of... It has, like, quite a negative reputation in a lot of ways and is surrounded by a lot of 
myths basically it's nice sometimes to have those things that can dispel them a bit more but give it from a perspective of something that people will probably listen to more than me or you yeah I think it's um because you're more likely to listen to Lewis Hamilton than you are to well maybe not (laughs) um it's one of the Ernie documentaries as well I think are things that I've seen that really goes at it from a health point of view. Yeah. I know what the health does, but it, it just feels a lot more like... And maybe it shouldn't because, like, why is an athlete any more sort of important than how a normal person lives? Because most people aren't athletes, mm. are they? But it's nice to hear it from someone at the top of the game who is good at what they do and is... Yeah, should be a a pillar of health. Basically, it's it's nice to have that. Yeah, perspective. But I it made me think actually talking about my mum and her fad diets from <laughs> the eighties. Um, she actually recently I think the NHS are doing a healthy eating thing at the moment. Um, I'm not sure what it's called, but they've got like all these podcasts, whatever, and she's like downloaded it. I don't know, but the majority of the stuff on there is like plant-based so it's not all of it but a lot of it and it is i think when people say vegan it scares people off but the there's so many meals that exist without meat or dairy in already and that shouldn't be something that people think is vegan necessarily it's just a meal and if the NHS says it's healthy. <laughs> I think the problem is that people always think there's something lacking in it. Like they mm. would look at a, like that, so when I made you that butternut squash pasta thing, that's a pasta with a sauce and it had some veg in it, right? So but they would good. look at that like it's missing something because it hasn't got meat in or whatever. But I, I'm not 100% sure people would if you just plated it up to them and said here's this butternut squash pasta. Yeah. People be like, whoa, that's so cool. But I I think, unfortunately, and it happens to all sorts of things because people... And ve- people have taken it too far. There are members of the vegan community that have been too yeah. much. They've been militant vegans. And thus, the term gets these negative connotations but i think honestly if you if you served like one of the curry chickpea curries up to most people they go nom 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 (laughs) that's so good yeah um and i think more and more really foods like that are just being integrated more into people's lives and Yeah. yeah So, (laughs) I don't know where I was going, though. Maybe we think of some, like, some ways that we find it easier to, like, have this kind of lifestyle. So, like, what are things that you do? Like, what kind of things do you buy consistently? Like, what would you always... What would you recommend always having in your cupboard? Because people are going to need stuff where it's, like, they need a quick, easy lunch or blah 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 okay in terms of like cupboard staples and this isn't like for a quick meal i'll do quick meal in a second i'll think of something 
Um, I would say always have a, some sort of legume, whatever's your favourite, like lentils, whatever. I would always have a tin of chopped tomatoes. Always have some coconut milk because you can always make a curry then. Veg stock, garlic and onion. You could make pretty much a million and one things with that probably. Yeah. Um, and then always have some kind of carbohydrate like pasta or oh, yeah. <laughs> rice or bulgur wheat or couscous or something like that. Yeah, pasta. Which I think people, also worry... people have in their cupboards anyway. Yeah, Let's people worry pasta isn't vegan. It is. Because I think there was everyone was under the illusion it had egg in it because I think that's what originally is in pasta but fresh pasta the... I think maybe does but like <laughs> the supermarkets that? are not serving you fresh pasta it <laughs> yeah. is it's no, vegan you can... it's, it's water and wheat <laughs> that's all you get it um but you, you can get egg pasta but but yeah um uh, what are your staples in the you, you kind of said them all apart from mm. maybe like well, I suppose that's your legume, though, isn't it? Chickpeas and yeah, beans or coconut milk, definitely, because I think that's delicious and it goes like curry is such and, a good thing mm. to make, yeah. Um, vegetables, I guess, <laughs> but like things like, I mean, frozen vegetables. If you want, if you're worried about things like going out of date, mm. like onions and peppers and blah 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 get frozen they're already pre-cut up as well so you, you literally just whack yeah. them in a pot and then you don't have to do anything with it um mushrooms always <laughs> oh my god mushrooms yeah um i think i've realized i potentially don't really eat vegetables that are kind of like the traditional stuff you would eat with meat like carrots and uh, broccoli and cauliflower i love oh, for like roast roasting broccoli is yeah, so good don't boil your veg basically is my yeah. big tip because it doesn't <laughs> taste of anything and it's yeah. just shit so put it in the in the oven might not be as healthy mm. but you know <laughs> also it's like, all pretty healthy seasoning i guess mm. so yeah i think so out a good seasoning for something like because one of my favorite snacks actually this is a really good snack that i make a lot is roasted chickpeas and i put them in cajun spice and then you just i put them in a tub and i'm like eating my little chickpeas it's high protein it's like it's like having crisps but better honestly um i eat crisps sometimes like also i think people get a bit scared of like spices and so they don't really know what to do with them but things like basil and rosemary or whatever pretty much go in every basil goes in mm. anything any pasta dish put basil in it easy and i think oh sorry like any sort of cooking you do whether it's vegan or not the more cooking you do and it's like the happy pair books are great for it the more you get to grips with like how herbs fit together and what they go with um, so that's a really good way mm. if you are mo- wanting to get more into cooking yeah to find more out about it a curry all you need is like cumin and curry powder yeah but you can make curry powder with cumin and turmeric and um, garam masala you don't even need that like you can <laughs> you're like, like no <laughs> these if you look at the ingredients of those on the back it's literally cumin coriander turmeric and there's something else i can't fucking think what it is but these are all things that i just have as standard 
thing yeah. in my thing. And so you don't even need to buy a separate thing. It's easy. Turmeric's great. That's good for your immune system too. Yeah. And if you put that, my top tip, if you put that in your rice, it goes yellow, so it looks like you've got pilau rice. <laughs> but um, don't like add any other flavour if you don't want to taste yeah. different. Another sort of, when you're saying a good quick meal, mm. um, I don't have hummus enough anymore, but hummus yeah. is great. A great vegan, vegetarian, any person snack. Because um, it's high protein, it's got fat in it. And I don't, I love eating fat. I don't know about, <laughs> not just like fat on its own, but it makes me feel really full of energy having like stuff like avocados and hummus yeah. and stuff. But if you want a quick sandwich, nice bread preferably sourdough let's be real because we all love sourdough hummus um spinach some cherry tomatoes that is a killer yeah. sandwich and yeah. or like quick meal literally just like pasta with pesto but you can get you can get vegan pesto because obviously normal pesto has parmesan in which is not yeah vegan. but um my housemate is italian and she made us this um, feta pesto which is not vegan but it's vegetarian yeah um, the other day and it was fucking amazing <laughs> I was so good and she like mm. just I mean she is Italian so she knows I was doing more easily but she just whacked that out really easy and it was so good yeah pesto is actually easier to make yeah than I ever anticipated but... as long as you got a blender that is my top tip for being yeah. is having a blender honestly because no, this is actually uh, I'm going to top your top tip. Um, <laughs> a lot of recipes or things you'll watch about being with vegan recipes, they suggest a blender and more so a high speed blender. And I do have a high speed blender. I got it for Christmas two years ago. It's the best thing I ever got in my life, but it was expensive. Mm. Um, but I love cooking, so you know, whatever. But one thing that works almost just as well and our way cheaper is a food processor it just takes a little yeah. bit longer so if you're worried about recipes wanting a high speed blender most of the time you can just use a food blender which you can get for like maybe 20 quid whatever it will do the same job yeah and you can make all the fancy sauces because some of the stuff some vegan stuff is literally just like a normal recipe that you'll have seen if, if you cook um a more traditional English diet, I don't know what you call it, meat-based. Yeah. It's similar to recipes like that, but some of them are more things you've never done before, like whiz up some cashew nuts or whatever. Um, yeah. Are different and fun to do whatever. Um, and it's, it's just a different way of cooking, but I think that's fun if you're into cooking. Yeah. Um, um, I think another thing that's really easy and probably is the perfect season for this is soup. Which I know oh, a lot yeah. of people can find that a bit boring, but <laughs> it depends what you... Good shout, you, like, <laughs> When you, like... Like, we... Uh, Bronte made a... That's my housemate. She made a pumpkin soup the other day because mm. it is now autumn, so you can get pumpkins, guys. Um, Bloody autumn. And she, Sod off. <laughs> no, I love it. It's literally just my favourite season. So We're, like, like, the opposites, aren't we? I'm, like, summer... Yeah. Oh, do. <laughs> Autumn anyway. all day. <laughs> I could do yeah. this all day. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway. <laughs> sorry, it's a new gal reference there. Um, she didn't put anything like... I think she just did it with water. Mm. Um, and it's so creamy. 
And the same with like that butternut squash pasta sauce I made for you. It doesn't have any like milk or cream or whatever yeah, in it. But it, it can has still be creamy. Pasta s- water, which is starchy. Yeah. But this what um, she did, I don't think. I think she just oh, used normal water. Um, also, that stuff lasts for ages. Mm. You can freeze it or put it in the fridge or whatever. And yeah. get a nice bit of bread and... Mm. Oh, bread. Yes. N- need I say more? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, also, I um, actually think maybe, like, trying... Probably makes you try different cuisines because I suppose with me, a lot of your diet is going to be the kind of like meat, potato, veg thing or things mm. like, or fish, potato, veg or maybe like your standard stuff that we all have like spag ball and um, mm. curries, I suppose. But um, this is probably because I worked in a Korean supermarket, but I got more into eating Asian food recently and they also have like lots of little like side bits which if you're struggling with the snacking thing is really good like edamame beans or like little dumplings like i literally just had like three dumplings and some edamame beans as a snack the other day and it was amazing that does sound amazing yeah and like you can get that stuff like frozen in a bag you just i mean i've got a steamer now which also cost oh, me like sorry <laughs> but that cost me like 10 quid on amazon mm. for a bamboo steamer and you just put put them in on uh, top of a actually, pan of boiling water and it's cooked in like 10 minutes so like all that and i remember we did like a, a meal for all my friends the other week and we cooked um katsu curry basically but we got like gyozas and dumplings mm. and stuff and now he's doing oh, it oh my goodness <laughs> don't say this in front of me <laughs> um but i had the steamer i was doing it and they were all like oh god that's so complicated and they were like trying to get me to like tell them what the process of doing that stuff was and i was like you literally just put it on top of a pan of boiling water and leave it for 10 minutes and then take it out <laughs> like They're it's like, so Whoa. easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, so cooking can be far easier than you think. It's again one of those. It's like a mental block thing. I think people yeah. think that it's hard, but it it's hard if you make it hard. But it's really can <laughs> and be and that's that easy. the tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exciting. And it, I think it's like one thing um, to do with veganism. I personally enjoy. I think with it comes like you get really excited to try new foods like going out for food it somehow became so much more exciting and enjoyable when yeah which people think would be the opposite so like oh what are you gonna eat but i think because like in all whether whatever you eat you you try and seek out places that sound good to you but like most of the places that are plant-based whatever are really places where um food is like a because you you know like around where we live so much of the cafes is obviously just someone was like what can i do to make money i'll open a cafe <laughs> and they serve like like just like oh, heinz tomato soup and go soup of the day and i'm like that's not <laughs> proper food that you can charge me for whereas they like a milkshake these... and it's just like nesquik powder yeah <laughs> and it's like four quid yeah but whereas like a lot of the like around where we live there's actually quite a lot of good vegan places yeah um 
I'll give some a shout out. We've got uh, the Nut and Nettle, which is really lovely, just opened. Uh, White's Bakehouse, mm. um, Northman Coffee, all in the Bridlington area, which is great. Um, <laughs> but that they all seem to have a real passion for actual cooking. Yeah. So you and know the food is incredible. Food. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, there's not been many times I've gone out for food before being vegan where i felt that much effort gone into the meal i've eaten and real thought and like flavor versus now some of the food i eat is incredible like there's a cafe in york called gurgi have you ever been mizzy no i don't think so oh my goodness (laughs) it is insanely good um so that's all i can say about that (laughs) yeah um so yeah there's lots of i think just my whole outlook on food is different now it's a lot more um yeah it's a bigger part of my life but in a way that is enjoyable it's also nice knowing about that stuff it's nice Mm. knowing like what you're like putting into your body more too and kind of like yeah, I don't know, keeping... I don't know <laughs> what I'm I feel like it's more... You are more... Um... <laughs> it doesn't just Why become a... Getting... Like, you have to eat three meals a day or whatever, and it doesn't just become no. that thing that you have to fulfil and tick a box More off. in like, tune with yeah. the food yourself and then how it makes you feel. I think I eat a lot more based on... Like, not, oh, this is the portion size I should have, whatever. It's more like, mm. what am I full now? Do I feel good? Because I think, like, I, I've never had an eating disorder and I never would say I have because, that, like, it's a very touchy subject and, but I mean, an important subject also. But there's definitely been times where I don't think I've had a very healthy relationship with food. Mm. But when I was vegan that never has felt the case it's always been like what has what has made me feel good is what I'll eat and when I'm full I'm full and it's all based on feeling rather than anything else yeah which I think is great and I'm not saying veganism solves eating disorders (laughs) because that's not at all but yeah I do think it's really helped me have a healthy relationship with food which I'm appreciative of yeah Hmm. (laughs) I think it's like it's interesting to sort of know the comparison of how it does make you feel though too because I like I went to um Brewdog the other day my friend works there and Mm -hmm. we my friend that I went with he's recently just turned vegetarian I think he like occasionally has meat every now and then on like a special Mm -hmm. occasion but like in the past couple of months has just suddenly tried to do it and he goes to brew dog like literally more than once a week to eat the beyond meat burger there i don't know how he affords it and oh, like, beyond that meat burgers are good though <laughs> yeah well he's been going on at me for ages about trying it so i went to try it and it was really good and then my friend who works there he's not a vegetarian he's a meat eater and he was saying that he's been having that on like his lunch break instead of like a normal 
burger that they would have because it makes him he's like I can't explain it but he was like I feel clean after eating that but when I eat the meat one like I feel like greasy it's a lot heavier especially eating out a lot of the especially meat you have is cooked in a way you would never cook it at home and it is very the only time now that I ever feel that horrible like heavy greasy like and then you feel like shit afterwards is when I have like you know like chip shop chips fish and chip shop chips because obviously i don't eat the fish now so if i Mm. went i just get chips but they're like Mm. hella greasy Mm. i have like two and i'm like oh god yeah (laughs) this is not good so yeah it's just yeah it's interesting to hear that i think from people who do because like i feel like we're biased now and you can't really remember so much what it was like it's been years since we've actually eaten meat or anything and i I think I it would be if we could get like a non a, a meat eater on because I definitely think that I only have honestly like positive things to say about being vegan. Yeah, but it'd be so nice I can't to think maybe what the problems are anymore because yeah, it would be nice maybe to have a bit of a debate about it and see like yeah what's on the other side yeah. <laughs> of the the gleaming light that is veganism. Well. I, I th- and this obviously is more a chat on how it makes you feel there's because obviously like there's repercussions beyond like eating it there's like the farming and stuff etc which i think mm. we have chatted about before and stuff but yeah i don't know what i was getting at with that well i feel like it's not even just how it physically makes you feel like knowing that you're sort of making you are kind of making a sacrifice in a way because it's not like like meat tastes nice like I get why people eat it like (laughs) I remember why I used to eat it and it is hard to give up nobody's saying that it's like like for us now it feels like an easy thing because you're there but I remember like when I so I went vegetarian after you went vegetarian which Mm -hmm. was like I think I was trying to think back when it was now. I wrote down that it was like July 2016. We were 17 years old, I think. Well, I remember because there was the six farm barbecue and I had just gone vegetarian. And I was like asking, I was like, can we get some vegetarian burgers? And they were being proper. They were like, yeah, we'll go get them. Nobody got any. But then it turned out there was some already in the fridge. I don't know how old they were. In the <laughs> six farm bloody freezer. And then Mr. Andrews was like, oh, I'll cook them with another tongue, Emma, and stuff. And I was like, I didn't even think of that. So I was like, I'd only been, like, vegetarian for, like, a week. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm being so awkward and all this. <laughs> but that's my memory of going yeah. Well, I remember, I remember I wanted to do it when I was, like, 14 or something. I did it for, like, two weeks. And I just, like, gave up instantly. Like, it just was... Mm. But I remember back then the reasons for wanting to do it was more because I was like, I loved animals. I remember saying when I was a kid that I wanted, the job I wanted to do when I was older was an animal activist. I don't even know, it's not even a job, but I remember telling people that's what I wanted to do. Um, So that was the reason then. But whereas now, I think when I was 17, it was more like, it was that too, but it was more, slightly more environmental and then Mm. now when I think about it and people ask me the reasons I am it's more health it is environmental too but it's more health and environmental yeah I can hardly even answer that question now it's like like why are you vegan and I I think about it and I'm like it's just what I do now but like if if I thought about there's reasons obviously I'm happy 
that is positive on the environment and on my health and good for the animals but in the end like it's just how I live yeah how anyone else would live it it doesn't even seem like a sacrifice and that's the way when people ask that makes it sound like it's a choice you make every day to do it and it doesn't become that like at the beginning it is because that's when you're like you know battling against your own instincts and desires for it or whatever but so like I didn't I only stopped eating did you go full cold turkey did you just stop eating everything or did you do it gradually um I think maybe within a week I'd stopped eating meat I was like mum buy no more meat for me <laughs> <laughs> well I didn't do it like that I I'm very all or nothing though that's my yeah. personality <laughs> <laughs> I'm very gradual <laughs> slow paced you know um I stopped eating red meat and then I remember when I stopped eating um all of the meat was the 31st of October because it's Halloween I remember so it took me a few months Mm. and then I didn't stop eating fish until I went to uni because I just stopped buying it but I didn't really eat fish very much we didn't have it a lot anyway but I didn't not eat it for the rest of that year so really I've and then now I'm trying to go vegan, but I've been vegetarian for like three years or whatever doing like that. Mm. And again, like I'm not going like cold turkey into being vegan because I know that I won't like, I won't do it if I do it mm. like that. Cause it's not like easy to just, not even just in terms of like what you want, but in adjusting your life, like the things that you buy and the things mm. that you cook and trying to fit it all into that it's not as it's not easy yeah. to just switch it off like that so yeah like it I can't remember what my original point was but basically saying that we know it's not it's not an easy thing to do mm. but it's I worth don't know it <laughs> where it came along but when you were saying that when people say oh, what's it people are, <laughs> it's always at work when someone offers you food and it's like something I don't eat but There'll always be someone go, Emma can't eat that. And I'm thinking, right, let's clear this up. <laughs> if I wanted to, I could wrap my mouth around anything you put my way. <laughs> and that's not a euphemism, to clarify. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, I'm choosing not to. It's like, if you didn't like... Why did I want to say bananas? This whole thing has gone fairly that route anyway um if you didn't like bananas and someone offered you it it's not that you can't physically eat a banana so you don't want to if you don't want to so it's just like oh do you want this i'm like oh no i'm fine thanks thanks for the offer it's not like i'm not going to be offended yeah if i'm offered i don't know a slab of cheese why would someone be offering me a slab of cheese i don't know (laughs) i'm just not gonna eat it but thank you for the offer. It's really kind because I know it's with the best intentions. It's just like, <laughs> I think, I don't know, that that always just makes me laugh. I'm like, there's nothing I cannot eat. I'm not allergic to anything. Mm. There's just a few things I'm not going to. And yeah. I hope that's all right with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think on that note, we'll wrap her up. Yeah. Cool. I love I love talking about cooking now, I've realised. When you were talking about all that food, I was like, oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> but yeah. 
well. I think people can hear that we're like, it is something that you get excited about. Like, I think we've just talked yes. for far too long, honestly, about all this. But Yeah, but <laughs> honestly... I like, could talk more. Yeah, but... <laughs> love good. But we, I won't bore you all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but in next week's podcast, we will. <laughs> we'll see what next week's podcast is. Yeah. But yeah, I think we're all, we're, we're all talked out. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. So thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. And we will talk to you in the next one. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.